Hello and welcome to Kardashian, the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jarden. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi, Jess. Hi, my friend. Uh, how are you? Well, I'll tell you, I'm excited. You know what? I don't think we're going to talk about anything personal. No. I mean, actually, something that's the most personal. I was going to say, I think this is like big news, bigger than like whatever I farted around and did this week. Uh, I think we, well, I think we should present it like this to our friends. Okay. We have some bad news. Uh-huh. And we have some good news. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes it sound... T- I already got sad just thinking about the bad news. <laughs> but it's because of the bad news that the good news exists. They yes. are symbiotic. So if you haven't noticed, um, and I don't think I really clocked it until this weekend, the Kardashians only have three more episodes. And then they have a reunion special with Andy Cohen mm-hmm. on E!, and our friend Mariah Smith is going to be helping out with that. Um, Ugh, so ugh, there's only like four more shows, I guess, yeah. essentially. Now, they are launching Hulu. Uh-huh. But how do I even say this, Jess? Well, I think he, this is how I would say it. For listeners of this podcast, Kardashianet, it will sadly be the end of the road. Yes. We... Marcy and I have decided we will not be covering uh, the whatever the new Hulu venture is well, in a dedicated week-to-week yes. format as this show. Yes. So as this season 20 of Keeping Up With The Kardashian ends, Kardashians ends, so does Kardashian It. Yes. But. But. There's a but. There's a big but. There's a Kardashian-sized <laughs> But in here. <laughs> and that is while Kardashian it will go off into the ether to just exist away from our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to start a new podcast that is a bigger, uh-huh. broader uh-huh. theme. Uh, I guess we would call it a pop culture roundup. That is exactly what I would call it. So it's going to include the Kardashians sometimes, but we're not going to be so granularly focused on them unless something big happens, I guess. Yes. Um, and what's the name of our new podcast going to be? Oh, my God. This is the part I've been waiting for. I'm so excited. Um, yes. Starting in June, we will be hosting a weekly podcast. It's your same friends, Marcy and Jess, and it is called L is for Losers. Oh, and we like to thank our friend SoCal Sally for for inspiring <laughs> Ellis for Losers. For uh, anyone who is a newer listener to this podcast, sorry, um, we're sorry we're ending the show. <laughs> yeah, first of all, sorry, should have you should have hopped in much sooner. Um, and second, we this is this roots back to an inside joke. We'll find the episode. It was from the end of 2020. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we got a review on um, iTunes. Some uh, SoCal Sally was very unhappy with us. Long story. And the comment was left. The review was left. The subject line was losers. The review was Ella's for losers. Well, about actually, it, it was a bit of a journey. First, there was a long rambling post yeah, about yes. uh, California, or like, uh, Los Angeles elites. Yeah. And then we talked about it on air because she said she was unsubscribing. And I know she's listening. Hi. Hi. We love you. <laughs> we love you. Be on our new podcast, please. So Cal Sally. <laughs> Truly inspired us. Um <laughs> 
we mentioned it and then she revised her comment her her, her criticism to just say Ellis for losers nonetheless um it's gonna be here's the other rub about it is we're gonna be launching it on patreon so uh-huh. it's gonna be uh behind a paywall now we're trying to work out how we're gonna do it because we don't want to like I don't know. We don't want to lose people who can't afford it. So we might figure out a way to like put older episodes out later. And so, but we're going to figure that out, but we're going to be launching in June. We're really excited because we're going to talk about some of our other passion projects. Like what would you be your favorite thing to talk about Jess? Well, I think the feeling that we, when, when we were brainstorming Ellis for losers was that in the same way that Kardashian, it became really about what Marcy and Trish and I happened to text about the most at that time, which really was Kardashians, was that we're real friends and we chat all week long and we send incredibly insane articles. We send insane Instagrams. We talk about the shows that we watch. And one of my favorite things is hearing about like what Marcy watched that I didn't or getting to talk about something insane that I saw. And so to me, that's like the heart of it is that it is it is way less tied to like recapping and format and way more about like what bottom feeding <laughs> like yes. like a trawler on the bottom of the seafloor like what did our big like unhinged jaws scoop up all week and then oh. getting to just like barf it at each other whether yes. it's housewives which of you better believe there's gonna be so much housewives so much oh we're so lucky that real housewives of new york will uh, be like up and running then uh, oh my god we get a new housewife there we're gonna talk we're gonna we have so much housewives to talk about we've got all the weird shows that we independently uh, find like it, it, it will obviously be a ton of reality but that's the thing is that like we also get up to other stuff we watch weird movies we watch yeah. weird docs like listen I, to weird podcasts like it's just a space to talk about like whatever we sort of sponged up I think today I read an article about the woman who wrote um was it water for elephants or something is that a movie the reese witherspoon yes 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 i remember this vaguely the author of the book she tried to pull a kim k and that a a a convicted murderer started writing to her oh wow and they developed a relationship and she has lost everything trying to get him out of jail like literally oh, like no fell in she is broke she is <gasps> ill she's like p- p- like she lost like a hundred pounds or something wild like that no. like it, she's truly like become like like it ruined her life and i'm like i want to know more but it was this like article about this guy and her husband's like with her and supportive Ooh. of it it's like so strange See? Uh, already riveted yes i mean granted <laughs> did i could i tell you what exactly happened no i Listen. i kind of look i don't really read things <laughs> i'm a magazine person <laughs> i like to say historically <laughs> <laughs> but all i have to say we're very excited about yeah. the relaunch and to be able to talk about more you know, topics with you guys and all, all of our loves, which there are many. And I think that this is like, uh, yeah, just allows us to get to be even more ourselves, share more of our lives. Uh, and also we're looking to find ways to connect more, to engage, uh, with the listenership more, maybe even have guests. Um, a lot suddenly becomes, I think 
open to us. Yes. And we have loved Cardition it. This has been truly the greatest gift. I, I, I honestly, our Zoom with everyone last month was like probably the greatest high, certainly of the last year. Like I was floating for days. Like this has been the most incredible space. And so this feels less like an end truly and really more like a beginning and getting to do I think what you and I know we can do really, really well. It's saved by the bell, the college years, (laughs) but hopefully better. (laughs) better. I'm so excited. Um, Yeah. So we'll lots more to come, but I think we can tell people first week of June, mark your calendars and we'll have more info and and how to sign up and all the stuff to come, but wanted to at least share it as we get into the home stretch of keeping up with. Oh my God. I can't believe it. So I can't believe it. <sighs> Should we so get that's into it. Yeah, let's do it. News? That's our news. Uh, yeah. And we'll have more to come. I'm very, very, oh, I'm like very excited to talk Me about too. it. Me too. I'm so excited. Um, okay. okay. The biggest news today, this. Oh, broke- I moved it to the top of our news because I was like, we got to go straight into this. <laughs> this fucking broke me, Jessica. Uh, you, honestly, I was so relieved by how much it broke you. Not because I want that to happen to you, <laughs> of course, as a friend, but because I was like, I had a really hard time. <laughs> So it's our friend, Courtney. (laughs) It's her birthday this weekend. And her, I mean, red hot lover, Travis Barker, (laughs) he he filled her home with with this beautiful like art installation of flowers. These like sort of hanging upside down dark flowers. Like just this unbelievable, really gorgeous. I think it was like gardenias and daffodils. Yeah. Her, she, her house smells amazing. I could only assume it smells a little like a funeral home as well. Um, <laughs> uh, he made a post about her today and it <sighs> is what it's sweet. He has some sweet words to say about her. Am I going to pull it up? Yeah. I was going to uh, say, you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> I think we walked through this one. So it's so okay. The let's just say the caption. The caption yeah. is, I mean, which is enough to unpack. It yeah. says, so it's a, the first picture is of the two of them kissing. Both of their faces are obscured because they're eating each other's faces off. Mm-hmm. Um, and the caption says, "I fucking love you with a black heart. You're a blessing to this world. Happy birthday at Courtney Kardashian." And then as you go through, it's a slide. It's more like. Oh, Travis holding her by a little fire pit. Uh-huh. Very sweet. He's kissing her head. Then we have, oh, this is a little interesting. We got, uh, she's laying on what seems to be an ottoman with her. Mm-hmm. Courtney size. <laughs> butt fold. She's got some, the bottom of the cleavage of the ass and the thigh. Yeah. His hands are on her ankle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we can only imagine okay. then we have some blurry picture of them making out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then we have a sweet picture of her holding his hand mm-hmm. and then there's oh. a picture that honestly i thought it was fellatio i just thought it was fellatio uh, well of course you did <laughs> it is a a it is a long looking thing in the center of the frame that is skin colored and Courtney and a blurry like phone light lighting and in bed and Courtney's like lips sucking tightly around it. 
Of course. It, of course we of course. Corny sucking his thumb off. Oh. And and he has a brace on. And I assume he's got carpal tunnel. He's a drummer, you know. Yes. But she has his whole thumb in her mouth and she's truly doing like a Kim, you know, Kim K porn star. Like Yes. I am baffled by this. <laughs> I look, we've been discussing this absolute i think you called it like a fireball or like you know i i this romance is so hot and heavy i love it i'm very happy for them this for me was a bridge too far i didn't like it i assume he wouldn't post anything she wasn't okay with and it's still up so i mean it's not yeah like like, i assume she doesn't care but i just and did you look at the stories? Oh my god! No. They're at the beach, and it's just her butt. What is this? You see this? <laughs> no. Wait, wait. Did it go away? It went away. It uh, went away. But I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling up his stories. I just—it's from two hours ago. They are in the beach, and she is clearly laying atop him. Oh yes, just <laughs> some buns. I mean. He's yes, Courtney also, is the it's, rockin' babe, and he. I love that he is appreciating her, but like, I didn't. I just didn't like it. I just felt like it was like too private. More than that, it's not even just the private element of it. It's, it's. I know there was a discussion about how to stage all these. You know, yes. <gasps> they're playing with us they're really toying with us and it's working i'm it is like, and i'm like horrified <laughs> it is horny teens it is horny <laughs> you know what it is and i've said it before i think privately but 2021 is going to be the summer of horny divorces oh my god it is horny divorce summer horny divorce summer and granted they're not newly divorced but i feel like they're kind of got that vibe the about yeah is like yeah and they both have their kids and they both have their careers and like it definitely is like no no the focus is fucking <laughs> i mean it's just so much the and this comes after him sucking her finger at a boxing match. Yes, there's that's the other thing is putting it together with this other f- finger sucking from the UFC uh thing a couple weeks ago and it's like what is go- there's like a lollipop situation that we already always, flagged. Always always with the lollies. There's like a sucking 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 is is a core pillar of it's this a relationship. Courtney pillar. Yes, is that there is clearly I- a and I think it's situation. her. I think it's her because she, <sighs> she, she just likes to put stuff in her mouth. <laughs> it's so intense. It's so crazy because it's like I really disagree always with the idea of like that's a mother, you know, or like that's oh. a father. But and I don't. But it is very funny to imagine. We know Mason like lives on TikTok, right? That's why he's obsessed with Addison Ray. It's so weird. Can you imagine a world where you're like scrolling through and you have to see your mom? Like you for um for a moment, you believe your mother is giving fellatio on Instagram. <laughs> So like just being like, oh, and it has like 10 trillion likes and all oh every pop star is like, hell yeah, love you guys. And oh, like, what a cute couple. Like, what is that? What this is? So I just can't imagine. You're just like little 11 year old Mason being like, okay. I'm trying to see like which of the, <laughs> which of the sisters liked it. And Chloe and Kim liked it. Kendall. Let's see. 
no nothing from Kindle. Oh, Kylie liked it. I like I it feels like it's I know it's not. I know it's not personal, but I can't imagine what Scott Disick must feel like. Mm. I mean, you got to worry about Scott in these moments. You know, it truly is one of those things where like karma really fucks with some people. Mm. And it I is mean, really hitting him hard. And I don't think he deserves it necessarily, but it is like you were naughty and boy, boy, are you going to really it's, have to watch this? <laughs> I, I can't think of a worse punishment than watching your like it's and, and Hey, it's just how it goes, you know? And these are the choices we make. And when you have a bunch of kids with somebody and then the relationship doesn't work, like it just is what it is. But yeah, you know, <sighs> I, I, I can't tell, like, is this going to be a supernova? I know I'm I, we're, well, we talked about it. It's like I already get anxious about couples who yeah. post a lot. And when the relationship takes on a sort of like public, you know, I think that it, it, it my gut is, is that it is not a good sign, but uh, that's not always true. You know, there are a lot, plenty of exceptions to the rule. And uh, again, like we said last week this would all be different if this was a new they were new to each other's lives Correct. but we know they're not and that they and so to me i feel like the way i'm sort of categorizing it is it has this like explosive feel to it but it's because they've had feelings for each other for so long and they're finally able to like let it live in the light of day what is the saying like some people come into your life for for a season and some for a reason i don't know what the third one is for um, uh, for a pleasing, for, for a pleasing, maybe. I was like skeezing. Why am I thinking of the word skeezing? Because <laughs> it's disgusting what they're doing. <laughs> I mean, truly, it's not about sucking someone's finger in public or or on Instagram. It's about truly being like, is that a dick? Yes. I mean, that's the thing. Is it's like I don't care what what they're sucking on on each other. I that's fine. And they're I, in a relationship, but it was it was about the purposefully like trolly kind of jarring moment of like whoa what am i looking at and being i like, mean oh and it just took up so much of my day jessica i just like wouldn't stop i like <laughs> couldn't stop looking at it i spent so much well, time being like am i horny i kill i don't think so but i feel like i might be i mean they have a very horny vibe it's <sighs> very reasonable to be like surprised and also get horny from it they're trying to they are cultivating it Oh, they are cold. Bridgerton. Yes, gonna need a cold shower. What? When is his birthday? We got to be prepared. Oh, God. <laughs> brace yourselves. Okay. I think it already happened. Possibly uh, <laughs> November. Okay, so we yeah. have some time. Okay, <laughs> okay. Some time. Honestly, God. if they make it till then, then I think it will all be worth it. Oh my God. He will, it will be like a true nuclear bomb going off. I tell uh, you he, what, no matter what though, he is a great attitude adjustment for her. I love it. I feel yeah. like, and in all her posts, all the like birthday posts people shared, it was really giving me pause of like, I think we got, we've gotten to see, and certainly in the vintage episodes, like what is clearly like real Courtney, like who is really fun and mischievous and like, 
a little nut, you know? And yes. then I think in the last couple of years, we, you know, it's someone who has been really conflicted about putting her life on the show and has appeared very differently well, and a lot and because more kind of boring and restrained. And I think everybody, I was like noticing how many people in their posts called her the life of the party. Yeah, because like, that is the thing about her is that we have for the life of this podcast we we've been there for her life falling apart for her family unit as she knows as she knows it to like be changed forever with like her and scott breaking up and like so that's what we were you know when we started this podcast talking about her that's where we were coming from and now she's getting back to this little devil may care it's really contagious i find it like I don't know. I find the whole thing, even even the thumb sucking, which I disapprove of, but I the energy that Courtney is like emanating in this moment is very electric, very of this moment in terms of like the COVID of it all, the world reopening, the horny summer approaching. It feels very, um, I don't know. It's, it's exciting. It yeah. makes me happy for her. Please. Uh, did you see? Suck <laughs> Tim's thumb. <laughs> Please just... <laughs> No, I don't. I don't want to. I just want to see a hidden camera of you crawling Shut over to him to suck no. his thumb. It would be very funny to recreate all these photos. Would be so funny, like Ugh. especially that one of him, like of her, like flopped on in his stories, like flopped on him. But make Tim out. make Tim do it. <laughs> him squished on top of me. <laughs> God. Just like t- a little Tim <laughs> butt. <laughs> Not a good idea. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we can't talk about them all day. There's other news going on. Um, you know, we didn't actually put this in the news, but I I was having a tough time this weekend. It looked like Kim went to Miami. <laughs> with and I was Steph like, Shep, yeah, with Steph Shep. It was very funny. I texted you and Trish this because I had unfollowed Steph Shep like two years ago, maybe like I was just like enough. This is like an I like I like my acquaintances of the Kardashians to not be like influencers themselves as much. I don't I'm like, no, I'm following you because I want to watch you do Kylie's makeup, whatever. Yeah. So which is not fair. But I so I had unfollowed her a while ago. Then I see that like Steph Shep and Kim are clearly having a like, you know, Kim is single night out in Miami. This hotel opened that I had read about called the Good Time Hotel, I think. And it's this Mm. like hotelier who's very hip and cool and Pharrell partnered on this brand new hotel in Miami. Um, And I had had, like looked at pictures of it. It's very pretty. Some people were like, why does this hotel look like the wing? (laughs) <laughs> it's like pale pink and like very of the moment but um which made me laugh but they had a big opening in miami this weekend lots of celebrities and kim and steph shep were there and there was like and i understand we're in this moment things are changing but steph shep had a video of they clearly were like winning through the back and w- to whatever the big club is part of the hotel and it was an absolute wall of just sea of human beings yeah and they were up behind the dj and this video of people partying while this dj was spinning and what her her caption steph shep's caption was because i think the club is called liv so she put covid doesn't live here and i was like this i unfollowed i was like bye i do not i'm not here for this i don't like it's not a funny joke 
fuck off. I mean, it's it's stressed me out. But here's the thing. It's very confusing because I think we have so much like trauma from the past year. We're like, how dare you? But we're like, oh, wait, that's what all this is for. That's why we all like we're but also like all of this is so that we are getting back to that. Like, I know that's why I felt crazy because I was like, for all I know, that was like a vaccine vaccinated people only event. I have no idea. Or at least, you know, those two are. Yeah. And it's like, it is just what this rounding the corner is, you know, of just, I saw it and was like, no, no, irresponsible. And then I was like, Oh wait, uh, it, but that's the point. It was less about like, she's wrong. I was like, I'm stressed and I unfollow yeah, her. It's about like, retraining our brains to be like, it's going to be okay to be around people. Yeah. It's very it, crazy. But also I don't want to at all. Oh, I got to <laughs> see if people, I was just not ready, but yeah, it looked like they had fun. They're out having a, a you know, a ball food. God was there. Uh, looked like Scott was there. Um, yes. And yeah, and it was like for that big hotel opening, some major celebs. But anyway, so Kim is off having a ball. Meanwhile, this week uh, there was this is one of these ones like someone said, someone said. But apparently a source (laughs) said the newly single rapper. This is about Kanye, who's in the midst of divorcing Kim. Apparently wants his next relationship to be, quote, with an artist and a creative person. A source tells page six. So that they can speak the same language to each other. Uh, This did make me laugh because then they said, but his next partner has a lot to live up to. West, 43, has previously declared, quote, I am Michelangelo. (laughs) I am Picasso. I am unquestionably, undoubtedly the greatest human artist of all time. It's not it's oh not God. even a yeah, I got joke me. on it. <laughs> it's not even a question at this point. It's just a fact. So a source says, I mean, and then I think that th- so this story came out and then I saw just tonight, you know, there's that, that rapper Azalea Banks. Yes. And she is historically uh, like kind of unhinged. She's also like a instigator provocateur. Yes, I would call her. Yeah. That's a better way to put it. Uh, and so she responded to it and said that she wants to, she it's her. She's <laughs> she applying said, for the position. Yeah. She said it's, she posted the story on her Instagram, the exact same story that I just read. And then she put her comment was it's me guys. The powerful black demon entity awaiting in my ovaries and Kanye's testicle is finally about to be unleashed (laughs) upon the world. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. I don't think he means this at all. I don't think he could handle someone who behaved remotely like he does. No, I mean, and it was very funny because uh, this, it goes on. She goes, um, I just want to be the mother of a fully African Azalea Banks, X uh, times Kanye West child, we would most likely have a Sagittarius baby as payback for the both of us talking shit about Jay Z. We would make the <laughs> wait. We I'm would, offended. I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> we would make the art world stop. It would be another fifty years before anyone was adept enough to cause a shift. <laughs> Everybody. So people were posting it and were like. We must stop this at all costs. It is like it's foretold by the sacred <laughs> scrolls. Like, no, we have to. This is like end game. We must go get those little rings back or whatever the jewels. <laughs> I love the idea of like, yeah, you're right. I, unhinged is not the right way. She is an instigator. Yes. is exactly what it is. And I love the idea of like 
this benign, like, oh, he wants to date an artist. And then Azalea Banks was like, uh, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And I shall enter the fray. Welcome (laughs) to my lair. (laughs) Now, I also just see, I just like was trying to find where this source came from. And there's no other source. Page six is must be working overtime tonight with Kanye's publicist. If Kanye has a publicist. Right. Because there's another story that says Kanye was, quote, super annoyed that the story is being constantly presented as her divorcing him. And he note he noted oh. that the Kardashian or whoever the source was noticed noted that the Kardashian family is a huge spin machine. And it was actually him saying for a year that they have nothing in common except the kids and he wanted out. And she pulled all the stops to try to stay. It's like, well, what's the argument that he was not being a great husband and she tried <laughs> really hard until she couldn't and then filed papers? Like yeah, I think there's a, a, unfortunately also Kanye has a, a t- he's the one who there's video evidence of him like sharing the most <sighs> unbelievable private pieces of their marriage like on a stage to strangers. Well, that's you know? what the point is. He's like, yeah, he yeah. did it because he wanted out. But yeah. I I want to know like who is the petty like the petty uh, assistant on set who's leaking all this stuff? I know because it doesn't sound it doesn't feel real to me. No, that 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 one feels very like okay who's this for yeah (laughs) interesting it's very interesting um but page six has got all the all of the the scoops from sources that no one knows about anonymous sources you do get some of the best stories from them though um well moving on um so i did get to watch i only watched the first one of that speaking of andy cohen his like reality tv yeah i think we talked about it a couple weeks back yeah because i like you guys watched it i hadn't watched it yet so i only watched the first one but we get a lot of kardashian in it and did we talk about this lohan piece of it because i thought that was the part that was like actually just surprised i think i might have talked more about the courtney stuff but yes Yes. that like here can you pull your mic a little closer to your face oh sorry i just couldn't hear you very well um no of course uh yes that like well it was very funny because there was like a bit of a battle between Courtney and Kim remembering how it went down. Yes. I loved this. Like, no, no, it was this. It was like, it's a, also just the interview in general is very funny. Like first they have this sort of strange section outside on these like puffy swings that they love and everybody's sort of like seated so strangely. And then they move inside to have this like supposedly very casual chat about the history of the show. But then, yeah, they're like not all on the same page for how the show came about. But the part that surprised me is that um, that they said, I think it's Courtney who says, or no, Chloe, I think is the one who says, I think something happened with Lindsay Lohan's show and they, oh no, Courtney said it and they needed filler. And they said, oh, this is going to be a one season thing. And basically, of course, clearly never happened, but that that was like that what they were kind of first promised. Yes. This idea of like that they needed E, I guess, needed a replacement for like a Lohan family show that I kind of vaguely remember hearing like murmurs about it in those other kids and like the whole thing that, that would have made been sense a at the disaster, time. though. So bad. So sad. Would have been so bad. Or just um, very good to watch, though. Or so good. So sad. So good. Oh my God. But I, I loved, um, I loved getting to see them with Andy 
And he's uh, a great interviewer. Like he just so is great. because he doesn't care about anyone's feelings. No. And and speaking of, there was a great this is the kind of stuff we would dive into on Ellis for Losers. Um, there is a great huge vulture piece this week called The Soul of Bravo. A year of national reckonings on race and inequality has tested how real the housewives should be. I would say it's a lot more about just like the housewives in general and how the shows came to be and like the behind. There's a lot. I really recommend it because it has so much behind the scenes. And when we were texting about it, like it's very interesting because it doesn't make paint Andy in like very good light. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't want to talk about the guy before I start covering him, but yeah. I mean, Kathy Griffin is maybe annoying, but she speaks the truth. And mm-hmm. she said long ago that Andy Cohen, uh, was a miserable bitch who tried to ruin her. <laughs> And then he's a misogynist and that all like she had nothing good to say about Andy Cohen. It's he's a fascinating man, just a career alone. But, uh, you know, yeah, then as as uh, as he's positioned himself also as a personality and face. But I I'm so excited. His rapport with the sisters and his like the ease that he can bring up stuff uh, made me which you should after that many housewife reunions. Got me very excited for the reunion and at the end of this. Kim, like, they're not going to, like, fly off the handle. Mm-mm. So, like, the way that Kim can answer things, I think, I, you know, I think it would be a joy for Andy to get to talk to someone who knows how to actually, like, control themselves and yes. then speak to things. Uh, but I think it's going to be, I can't wait for the reunion special that he's going to do. And, can't wait. and in the special, he has said, like, he's like, I only want to do this if we're really going to go there. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. We're going to, that's why we like you. We want to, and he's like the whole, and they're not doing a reunion of this season. They're doing it for the whole 20 year, 20 seasons. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's going to be set up like housewife reunion style, but for like a whole breakdown of everything. I mean, I can imagine, but who knows? I mean, I'm sure they'll have much more input than housewives do. Yes, yes. Because they're executive producers. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see. Also, I should say that's Kathy Griffin's problem. It's not mine. I still like Andy Cohen. I love I read it too. Did did you read his book? I read his book. No, I read his book. I mean, that's why I think the, the vulture piece was really interesting to me because it's about also the mind of a TV executive who also has has these real relationships in real life with these real women who he's like become a star maker but he he you know he 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 holds the keys to the castle and so anyone in that position is going to be complicated and the views that they have towards these real women in their real lives is going to be really fascinating and his is very a very unique position because he's not just an executive he is also uh, the uh, the face of it now, too. Mm. Like he has, I watch, I'm a big watcher of Watch What Happens Live. I love Watch What Happens Live. I also watch the chat room. Can you guys even believe it? <laughs> you don't even know what it is. I don't. I know. <laughs> is it on after? I thought there was like another, there was a different one that they had. It's coming back. It's called The Chat Room and it's with Portia Williams. Oh, I have watch this i love this and hannah burner and yes. uh Giselle bryant yeah so yes. it's uh it's a great <laughs> they're great i love their vibe kate i don't know what happened with kate she is no longer on at kate chastain from below deck but you know oh, wow. i could see how they would cut that yeah 
she's very she's good in like small doses but like she couldn't cut through with the big personalities like hannah and portia and guys this is what we're gonna be talking about it's ellis for losers oh my god this is just like a little teaser that we snuck in and i just want to say guys if you watch summer house because i don't think a lot of people do enough must that it stays on air I'm team Hannah and fuck Luke forever. And that's all I'm going to say about that until. <laughs> oh, no way. Okay. See? Yeah. This you don't need stuff. It's too much to go into. Uh, but, uh, okay. So that's all about that. Okay. I saw this fucking Elon Musk tunnel. Uh, I, what is it? And I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it either. And people were, so I had like heard of this. Uh, and, and I don't really understand it. So, t- so Elon Musk has, uh, the boring company is his company. And I guess he built like a, the idea is I think it's, it's meant to be like tunnels that he wants to build into cities eventually. Um, the, but basically I think he built like a sample of it that, it, and that a Tesla can drive through in Las Vegas, this idea of these underground tunnels as means to solve like traffic or whatever it is. I'm like truly guessing, but that's my understanding. And well, well I it, see, it, wait, I, I just got to pick on you for a moment. I can see why you can't get the information. Cause it's from an article that's entitled Kylie Jenner <laughs> bears her cleavage in a sleek white trouser suit as she visits <laughs> Las, Las Vegas before taking a ride through Elon Musk's newly built <gasps> mile long tunnel. <laughs> Daily Mail leads with what what you're really here for, which Look, is what was she wearing? But I did watch it on her stories and I was like, oh, OK, she's like in Vegas. She's clearly there to do to do some 818 promo. And then suddenly you're like watching her stories and she's going through this really underwhelming tunnel that just looks like. I don't know. Like, it, just n- nothing special. And she's like, whoa. It and looks like Corey a car in the wash. You know when you go yeah, in through exactly. the car wash and all the lights are coming on at first? Yeah. Yes. And Corey's in the back seat being like, whoa. And everybody, like, on social media was just like, wait, what? Is what? This is the big reveal of this tunnel? To be fair, as I was watching them go through the tunnel, I was like, oh, I'm going to have a panic attack. Yes, this is- it gave... It gave me like just a very uh, strange feeling. Claustrophobic. Apparently the tunnel is so narrow that you can't, you can't open the doors inside of it. (gasps) So much less if there were any kind of like, I don't know, breakdown or emergency, uh, there's no ambulance could get through it. (laughs) So it it, it just is so, it's just so strange. So, yeah, I mean, so basically it's all supposed to be part of, I guess this hyperloop that, musk wanted to build and it was supposed to be like automatic you know driverless cars and all this we have to take his money away from him he's 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 off he's a mad scientist he's he's no he's not taking like he's no good i just have a bad feeling about him i think he's gonna be the person that like really destroys their like it's gonna explode with this man so like, so th- so he built this hyperloop in Vegas, and th- I found this Gizmodo article, and the idea originally was that it was supposed to be a uh, sixteen-person vehicles, driverless, that could fit 
all these different people in it. And then so this, then they did like a day for um, journalists to show off the Hyperloop that once it was built and everyone was like so underwhelmed. You have to tell a human driver where you want to go. It's only for regular Tesla cars. The big selling point is that your 15 minute walk from one side of the convention center to the other is shortened by a couple of minutes. <laughs> <laughs> very funny very funny but yeah it has colorful lights and it costs 50 million dollars if anything let's not put cars underground let's put people underground let's have little walkway tunnels i love it i just don't i i don't know enough about this and i'm not an elon muskhead but uh but all that to say you're not a musket (laughs) i'm not a musket okay that's what they call his fans (laughs) i just was like this is such a weird like they were flipping out maybe in person it's really thrilling but i could it see it's not- scary that that would yeah. like i'm sure they were like whoa because it's like you know like terrifying like yeah. when you watch people do a zip line you're like all right what's a zip line but when you're on it you're like oh this is fucking scary i could die but yeah. that doesn't really translate to the viewer <laughs> no it just didn't didn't hit as they say um i say let's we this has been a lot of news yeah. i say this this uh Let's just go with this. Uh, the Brandy stylist one was really interesting. I did not know that. Well, it's so, 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 so old. If I'm, I'm, I'm not reading it, but if I remember reading it from 2008, I believe. So pre keeping up with. Yeah. Uh, Kim was a stylist for Brandy and Brandy's mother accused Kim and Chloe of taking her credit cards to and spending it to open dash <laughs> yes it's wild i've never heard this story so yeah like the connection point obviously being like kim dated brandy's brother uh ray j and was like in the business with the family and that yeah supposedly racked up a hundred and twenty thousand six hundred and thirty six dollars to for investments for dash and smooch on the mom's credit card and she took them to court and they settled yes they've like it it kind of looks like it is what happened like they released a statement being like oh that's absolutely absurd but there had unauthorized purchases between 2006 and 2007 passing the card off to her siblings who made even more unauthorized person. Uh, yeah. Purchases. Apparently Chloe was uh, in on it too. <laughs> yeah. They said that, uh, that Chloe, Chloe was Brandy's assistant in quotes and Kim was her quote stylist at the time. Um, <sighs> man, messy, but yeah, just an interesting blast from the past. I like, know, what very are, funny, very, very, very funny. funny. But uh, I think that feels like, good for news what do you think i feel okay about it too (laughs) (laughs) i'm feeling good about it um good good all right so now we're into episode five which is almost the end of this whole series how did it happen this i feel like we just got up and running we just started like we just started season 20 and i can't believe we've like already crested and we're in the back half these basically. people are cheaters they cheated yeah, us they they're like we want to do 20 seasons it's like but you can't just call a couple random episodes here and there a season they have completely like rewritten the rules of like how a season of their own show gets to go and but i guess hey kudos the oh, prototype like, out being, the door the prototype of this bullshittery being life of kai yes 
It truly is like, I guess it's like senioritis. Like, what are they like? Oh, E, what are you going to do? Fire us? You know, like, we're out. (laughs) So, but yes, this, uh, this is a fun one. I thought this was, this had a cute little beginning scene too. It's called Great Expectations, right? Okay. Cute cold open. Well, really cute. Cute, then very annoying. So, oh, yeah, it does. It has a real arc. <laughs> we have Kim, Kylie, and Stormy. And Stormy is talking. Kim does this like weird kid voice to these yeah. children. Yeah, I kind of I was surprised. I, I don't Unpleasant. feel like I've clocked that before. Unpleasant. So, yes. but she's like, Stormy, what did you see at the beach? Oh. And she's like, did you talk about fishies? And then she's like, <gasps> yeah. And then she totally ignores them. It's very fun. She just is like, mm. oh. I love, we don't get that much Stormy and she is so sweet. She's yes. just like a little sweetie. Her little voice. I go to the beach. Like her oh. little, oh, I I love her. I hope we get more Stormy. She's Have so cute. You seen the, the TikTok meme of people using the pillow face filter from Instagram and, <laughs> no. and doing the- Oh, the big lips. Stormy. Yes, yes, yes. Stormy. it's wild how everyone does look and sound just like kylie when they do it stormy Stormy. god i love that filter Um, joy and then kylie's like can i show you my new car and it's so funny to me because um I got a new car recently. Yes. Congrats. A new car queen. Love <laughs> Thank it. You. Very excited. It's the first time to have like a brand new car. Oh. Um, uh, especially one that I'm like, I did it myself. No yes, co-signer. It's, it's big. Um, but she's like, you want to come see my car? And it's like, you're a fucking billionaire. Why are you still excited about stuff like this? I, I mean, I guess same. good, uh, better than being jaded. I, I suppose. I had the same thought. It was like, it honestly more than like pissing me off was like surprising to me. The idea of like still being excited about stuff. You have a fucking plane with your initials, like embroidered into the Embroidered. Yeah. It's knitted on there. (laughs) Oh yeah. Wait, what's the word? (laughs) It's not engraved. It's not embroidered. I want to just say it's like painted. (laughs) You know what? It's on the seats. And that's the point. (laughs) Oh, oh, on the seats. Okay. Okay. Yes. You know how she has it stitched into the seats, but it's it's not embroidered. (laughs) I feel crazy. Monogrammed. Yes, sure. But it is like. And I almost said sonogrammed, just so you know. Very fair. Very honest. I appreciate it. But yeah, like the I, I had the same thought where I was like, oh, wow, you still like cars? That's exciting. A Rolls Royce is even of interest to you. I feel like this is something that somebody would bring you and you'd be like, mm, thanks. thanks. Well, she's like, it was a year in the making. They only make one color pink. And Kim is like, it's very Pepto, but in the best way. I Yeah, I love it. I what thought this a was, bitch. They also, like, it was a very funny, like, kind of, I don't think it was one-upsmanship, but it was also, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they've used so many um, insider terms for, like, custom cars, you know? Yes. Like, for, like, the, I, can't, I didn't even write them down, but, like, all the words. Factory. Because, like, well, you know, it's with factory, and they only do the one color. So when I, it, like, it was, I can't even remember, but it was, like, 
And I was like, is that good or bad? <laughs> I was just like, these are people who are getting a lot of custom cars. She's like, I'm, I'm not a pink car girl, but I wanted to live out my fantasy. And like, I, I guess like in my wildest dreams, if I had multiple cars, I guess I would have like one that could be like, oh, my hot, sexy, sporty car. Yeah. And then maybe another one that's like, this is my giant pickup truck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. What was your, my dream car in high school was a white Volkswagen Cabriolet convertible. And ah. I wanted, I wanted it so bad. And I wanted to get it with cow print seats. <gasps> the <laughs> things that children want. I think <laughs> I was as a child, really into the a sea foam green and two tone Chevy, fifty seven Chevy. Oh, that's cool. That's what I, like I really that. wanted. I don't know where I saw it. I, I probably at like a Frost Top, which is a Ooh. a chain. Okay, it's no, like I don't a, know that Frost Top is like it's a fifties themed. Uh, like fast food, but not fast food, like a little diner, and okay. it's. Like they make their own root beer and they have sock oh, hops on Friday nights. Oh, it's like A&W. Yes. Yes, exactly. Oh, Frost top. That's Frost a top cute root sounding beer. thing. I want to go there. I'm sure okay. I saw it there. But anyway, so uh, car is ugly. It's hideous. Car is ugly. I really don't. Not for me. Not for me. And I like stupid cars. Um, so we have, we have three a couple of, yeah. Which yeah. one do you want to knock out? So we have the Courtney's boss. We wow. have UFOs are real. Mm -hmm. And then we have, um, uh, Caitlin wants business advice. Yeah. Caitlin comes a knocking. <laughs> I feel like Caitlin comes a knocking is like the least interesting to me, but let's yeah. go with that first. Yeah. Now, let's knock it out. I did love Chris. So it's Chris and Courtney, Chris, immediately giving a huge shout out to Alfred coffee. Right. Which remember that. So for anyone who does, I don't know if that's national, but that's a kind of a shishi hipstery LA chain. Of, I was, there's only a couple when we used to have a work in person. And when I yeah. used to have a job, that's where we would get Alfred coffee every afternoon. I miss it's it. Really good coffee. It's, it's pricey. It's nice. But, um, and Kylie did this very short collab with them. Do you remember? No. So that's like a plug. <gasps> it was like Kylie and Alfred Coffee did like a thing. I don't remember what it was if it was like, but her she had like a partnership with them short-lived. I think Tiny these people just love Alfred Coffee. Like, because Courtney is like, oh, the one in, uh, she like knew where the, like, she's like, oh, was it this one or that one? Laurel Canyon? Yeah, you have to go to that one. <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, so in, at the end of last year... No, in June, June 2020, Kylie collaborated with LA-based Alfred Coffee, which will see her Kylie Jenner cosmetic brand printed on their beverage cups. So, I mean, good luck having over. that in the middle of a pandemic when no one's like, what? That's exactly. silly. Exactly. So it was, she was taking over Alfred for a month and supporting 10% of the profits went to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund in support of Black Lives Matter, um, which, yeah, the, the summer at is what she should have been doing and all the time. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was a very funny little shout out to also, I laughed so hard at this part you're talking about where it was like, Oh, this one, Oh, the studio city one. And Chris goes, I don't know. I sent someone. Ah, I don't, I, I don't know. I sent someone. <sighs> I just hope that comes out of my mouth someday. God, I don't know. I sent someone. I love it. Cause it's also like Courtney. So do I you. I was like, I don't, it was truly her being like, what are you talking about? I don't I know. 
Do you think I'm going go, places? Do I? Did I go get my coffee, Courtney? I don't know, Courtney. Am I sober enough to drive? No. <laughs> no, I'm, I haven't been for a long time. And you know that. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> you know what it reminds me of us joking this way is like, what? this is a story about alcoholism, guys. Trigger warning. But when I was a little girl, uh, my grandfather was a great functioning alcoholic. But I was probably like 11 years old. And we were there was like a, uh, you know, someone's birthday party or something like people were there's a gathering at my house. And my grandfather said, hon, won't you go make me a drink? And I said, what do you want? And he said, don't be stupid, girl. And I was like, what? And I think it was before I understood that he was a high functioning alcoholic. And so I was like, mom, Papa told me to make him a drink, but I don't know what he wants. She's like, just vodka and ice, honey. And I was like, okay. (gasps) So I, as a little girl, (laughs) poured a glass full of it in ice. (laughs) Uh, Fine. I turned out great. Uh, You did turn out great. I uh, think so too. But yes, definitely. I'm sure Courtney had to pour (laughs) pour a a little (laughs) stiff one for uh, for Chris here or there. Shaking those. I'm sure it was Kylie shaking the martinis for her. Absolutely. He earned her favorite spot. She made her the billionaire for it. That's right. So Chris uh, wants, she's calling Kim on the phone to get advice about Caitlin. Yes, she wants the both her daughters. She wants Kim and Courtney at the same time. I loved the drama of this setup. Courtney looked like, annoyed. <laughs> yes, was like, what is going on? It's like, I have to talk to you guys at the same time. And this <laughs> is a little weird. So we learned that Chris got a call from Sophia, who they insist is Caitlin's friend. There, that has been gray area in the tabloids before. They They say that it is Caitlin's friend who lives with her. And she got a call from Sophia saying that she's a little concerned about her, that they're really, of course, with like the shutdown and everything, that they're in a speaking engagements. There's no real work for Caitlin and that Sophia wants to figure out, you know, what, what more she can do for her career. Yes. Yes. Um, And I must say the gall, the gall, I, I mean, well, we'll get through it. But I was like, this, if this is what truly happened, what? I mean, it of course it fe- it plays to Chris's ego. I understand that piece of it. But the idea and that it's not even Caitlin calling that she gets Sophia to call is so, sh- I think it's shameful. The gall. So Kim is like, maybe this would be a great way for you to heal even though she's still super traumatized. <laughs> she says super traumatized. Now, Courtney is being sort of protective of Chris, at least. She's yeah. like, I don't know. She doesn't need to do that. And I think it's because Courtney identifies with having an ex who you don't want to be forced into working with all the time on a yes. show, keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. <laughs> the very show. Yeah, Courtney is like, Says she isn't surprised that Sophia called, but she is very surprised that Chris is even entertaining it. And then we get this flashback of, you know, it's reminding us what the core of the trauma is about. And it is largely not the end of the marriage, not Caitlyn transitioning, but the Vanity Fair article they sort of center as like kind of the straw that broke the camel's back. But that's not that's not what it does at all, because I'm sure it is like really traumatic to be married to someone and then have them like totally be literally like 
that person no longer exists. There's a new person now, and yeah. it, it must make you question a lot of things about yourself. Now, Absolutely. who knows what's right or wrong, or if there is even a thing that exists that is right or wrong, but it's complicated, and I'm sure, like Kim said, traumatic. I can't. Now, I mean, I think the idea of them, yeah, it is it is so unique uh, outside of being some of the most famous people on planet Earth, how to navigate that emotionally with an ex. Um, you add in the idea of like, yeah, a Vanity Fair reveal cover story that, I mean, w- this was like, yeah, just what a thing this gripped, this gripped the entire world. And it was also a, a, a husband and a wife. Yeah. You know? um, so the next scene, we have Chloe, Kim and Scott, and they're all talking about how much they speak with Caitlin. <laughs> 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 and Chloe gave me the most surprising uh, like update, which is she speaks to Sophia but very rarely to Caitlin. I was like, what is Sophia's deal? I was so surprised by this that they all, I guess they just really don't incorporate them in the show. And so there feels like a big distance, but, but yeah, I had the same thing. Yeah. We learned that Chloe really, it's just basically once in a blue moon, she says that she talks to Caitlin, but she does say, and we know that if I remember it right, Chloe and Caitlin had the most drama. Yes. And so Chloe says, at least here, that she has no beef, that they're yeah. busy. And they're like, oh, yeah, right. it's locked down. It's locked down. And, you know, you know. But it, it definitely doesn't sound. Kim says she talks with her every once in a while. And basically, they're chatting it through. Like, should Chris do this? Like, is this wise for her to do? Scott is like, look, I think this could open up a whole new door of problems, as he calls it. And it's very funny that they're like, they're like talking, kind of trying to decide for Chris what she should do. And 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 they're like, look, she has a really hard time getting over things, which I thought was like a strange assessment. And I'm curious what they're referring to. Um, and that Chloe, of course, is like, oh, I think it's better to just not talk about stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes, oh, Chloe. really? Oh, Chloe, do you think that's how you feel? And then Chloe was like, you know, I, yeah, it'd be nice if everything was kumbaya. And then Kim's like, kumbaya. Oh, I love it. Love, loved Kum- the word. Kum- loved it. Kumbaya. Kumbaya. Oh, that's Oof. fun. But they basically decide, hey, we don't decide. She decides. Which, yeah, of course, we need a true. scene here for filler. But exactly. <laughs> so the next scene is with Chris and Scott. And they're talking about flipping houses. I loved this. I rewound this because I was like, again, insider rich people jargon up the wazoo i was losing it uh and her advice to him was priceless what was it jess she says he says he's building a new one he finally sold one house he's building a new one and she goes i forget what kind of windows he suggests and she goes everyone does black black windows it's too specky just build a traditional beautiful white house it'll sell in two minutes i'll show you one when she said just build a white house scott and he's like with black windows she's like I don't care. Just build a white house. Oh my God. It made me laugh. It'll sell in two minutes. I'll show you some. Just, (laughs) this is like a hot, that's like the most side hobby of Chris's life. She's just like, that was her basically. If somebody asked me like, what's a good mascara, you know, it was like, Oh, it's this. What are you talking about? Stop. Full and soft. (laughs) It's full and soft. That's my, is the answer. Maybelline. 
Maybelline, oh, Maybelline. Full and Soul. Old school, baby. A great, great mascara. It's just a really good brush. I'd like a big, thick, round brush. That's get, my... get all of the hairs on my lids. That's how I feel. I've never I'll... understood the thing. thin, small mascara wand. I know we're calling them lashes, but it's just hair coming out of her eyes they're just eyeball hairs <laughs> anyway phone rings and it's caitlin and sophia together oh yes i mean I, honestly probably the only palatable way to d- have this discussion yes for Chris. i just i thought this was very interesting the use of sophia in this yes and this is where sophia kind of gets into a little bit more and it is just like look public speaking is dried up what can we do chris just I- Sorry, I cannot nope. get over how much Sophia looks exactly like Ivanka Trump. They look so alike. I mean, so they, pro- alike. they must have gone to the same doctors or something because yeah. they look so much alike. What's her last name again? I kind of can't remember. I don't know. I want to say Hutchins. Somebody. Hutchins, I think. I think. Hutchins. Hutchins. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow, you're good. That I even got that close is fucking nuts to me. I God, guess I do host exactly this Exactly like Ivanka. Oh my God. So much like Ivanka. Um, slightly more delicate nose than Ivanka, but uh, I digress. I digress. Uh, so Scott is truly baffled by it. Scott cannot believe how easy it is for, he's just like watching like, what? Huh? Huh? You're just oh giving his reactions. His reactions are amazing because immediately Chris doesn't skip a beat starts rolling out all kinds of ideas really just one <laughs> i love it the idea that youtube having a youtube channel is so innovative like yes what she's like and then you can just have a video about anything it's like what that is the broadest advice it's so like it basically pitches that you know caitlin should just be doing like cooking or whatever she wants to do but you know her her jargon belies her business savvy because i laughed she goes yeah Kate should start doing YouTubes every day. YouTube, <laughs> YouTubes. <laughs> Scott's like in his confessional. He's like, you can't believe it. Her manager hat is right back on. <laughs> Not only does she give the advice, but she also offers to set Caitlin and Sophia up as, with like basically people on her team. And I think open that's the what, door. <laughs> I think that's the what thing. the help is for. I think it's more that she feels bad for this young woman that is tied yeah. up with Caitlin. <laughs> She's like, well, I want Sophia to have a home over like a yes. roof over her head. Uh, well, she even says at the end, she's like, I'm going to hook you guys up. You know what? You'll fill a lot of time. <laughs> so stay out of Sophia's hair to it, Caitlin and goes, I feel ya. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sophia's like, Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> um, Still pretty amazing. Uh, yeah, v- good for everyone. So we have Chris, Chloe, Kim, and North, and I love this. North is yes. she's just doing her thing. Kim's like, oh my god, she said she had it was the best day of her life. She's like, I did not say it was the best day of my life. I said it was <laughs> one of the best days of my life. And this is why that account Nori's Black Book is so fucking perfect it's because perfect. the the t- she. Whoever runs that account got the tone of Northwest before Northwest could speak. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's perfect. Yes. Her personality was like destined and then it has arrived. I mean, it's very clear when you see that baby's face scowling at photographers. You're like, yes, I understand this. It's like, ugh, must you take pictures now? 
And so Kim is like, oh, she's like, go play at the beach. Can I have my sunglasses back? And she's like, no. I love. I love. Oh, it's great. And we learned that, you know, Caitlin launched a YouTube channel, just as she said, Cooking with Caitlin. And uh, they're like, they can tell that Chris helped her out. We get like a little kind of cutaway of them FaceTiming with Caitlin being like, we watched your, uh, you know, cooking stuff. Very subtly try to take credit for everything Caitlin has done. Be like, that's mom's pasta. And Caitlin's like, do you remember my pasta? And they're like, "Mm hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But we get this sort of like, you know, very amicable sort of baby step forward, at least as it relates to Caitlin and Chris's relationship, which is nice. I'm very curious if there will be more. I mean, there's probably not going to be a lot more, but maybe Caitlin will make an appearance before the end. Now, two things. Chloe's shirt was so ugly in this. I normally barely comment on clothing. It was two different flannels, like Mm. as if someone had like, torn them apart put them back together again they were like like one yes i remember this awful looking i don't understand it and two there was this weird conversation like a little like just like fade out conversation about oh can you believe that we used to to fly in that plane but i was like why did this happen twice in this episode and i know we've accidentally done it like probably not a lot but we have done it before where we dead named Mm, and i didn't catch that did they oh wow chris did it and then kim did it they used caitlin's dead name which was the name she was given at birth bruce uh and dead naming it's when someone intentionally or not refers to a person who is trans transgender by the name they used before they transitioned dead naming may be accidental however it's also used to intentionally dismiss a person's gender identity and i don't think they did it on purpose however strange to keep in the show is pretty crazy because even when we've i think i accidentally dead named like two weeks within the last couple weeks and i remember because especially you know it's really important it's important to understand that and it's it's been very you and i have gotten so much practice by you know getting to cover this family but it is a thing that like it can happen of course but it is as i understand it just something you really don't want to be in the practice of being seen as taking casual yeah you know just to like keep it in i thought was very strange but uh yeah i truly i didn't catch it yeah that's interesting that they would leave that in well i think it is extra complicated because of caitlin being uh, such a uh, a public persona before uh the transition or before she came out even uh so that that does make it a little more complicated it's sort of like you know there's not that many like with laverne cox we only have known her as laverne cox so like it's very like i would could not tell you what laverne cox's dead name is so right and i'm sure it's like yeah i'm sure we'll watch it with like elliot page like when it is like peak fame peak visibility transition uh, it's i'm sure considerably more stumbling blocks but it it does feel yeah yeah i didn't catch it it's strange interesting um should we jump to aliens let's go to aliens because you know i love when two of my interests cross over in this way (laughs) oh yeah we get uh we're kardashians meet 
um, I was going to say par- extraterrestrial. The paranormal, paranormal yeah. The extra- yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is I was uh, uh, <laughs> texting a friend of the show, Michael McMillan, who hit yeah. on Kim. I was like, you have to watch. And he was like, I know. My sister told me I have to watch. I was like, you have to watch. Yes. Is it that interesting? No. But you have to. It's happening. You have to. <laughs> well, it is interesting timing because there was a news story this past week. Oh, my God. Um, Just the past year, there have been... like something happened when the pandemic happened when the pandemic like broke out the pentagon was just like okay there's aliens everywhere and we don't know what the fuck they are and there's videos and here they are we declassified stuff we don't care guys deal with it yourself we don't care and also almost nobody seems to really be talking about it because there's been way bigger shit going on so it's like happened yeah multiple times like the pentagon releasing videos and confirming you cannot imagine how frustrating it is to all the ufo enthusiasts out there who've been like waiting for proof and now they're like see guys we're not crazy and everyone's like yeah 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 whatever and you're like but it's real it's happening (laughs) uh, my family disowned me (laughs) (laughs) tom delong from blink 182 is like my entire career changed i can't wait for tom delong to come over for a family dinner and for him and chloe Uh, to just like get into it that's the crossover that's gonna happen Uh that's the crossover (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna lose our minds over but so yeah we find (laughs) out that chris felt an earthquake and then she did what i do when earthquakes happen which is run outside (laughs) yeah it's not normal you shouldn't do it though it's actually very dangerous (laughs) not supposed to but yeah she ran out to the pool it was the middle of the night she ran out um, and saw some unusual lights. Now, what do you think she was waiting? Did she think there was going to be a tsunami that she needed to make sure wasn't coming or something? I don't know. I don't know. Because she said she I went to know. go look. I went to go see if the water was moving. It's like, it's the ocean. Maybe in the pool Okay, or okay. Maybe she That's wanted what to. I thought that, that she thought maybe the water in oh, the pool would be like splashing. I didn't hear her say pool. I thought she ran out to look at the ocean to see if Could that was that moving. Too, I mean, I was like, it does look, move. Look, she's in a martini fog. Who knows what she was doing? In we fact, don't know. she's like, did you guys feel it? And they're all like, no, mom. Yeah, <laughs> you fell off the bed. <laughs> but Chloe is like, mm, it's aliens. For like, sure. Just- she said, I know for sure. I know for sure it was aliens, and the, the certainty is was very delightful. And she had right on hand a video that she shot herself of a UFO. Yes, and she says strange things always happen to me because I'm open yes, to them. I agree. Which I love. And I they're agree. like, yeah. Then I missed what happened at the bottom of the scene. How they suddenly got to just just I guess she was scrolling through her videos and she was starting. <laughs> A very funny video of Chris absolutely out of her mind. Just wallering all over a couch, (laughs) screaming drunk. And like, Chris is like, ah, stop. (laughs) (laughs) So the next scene we have Tristan and Chloe, and they're calling a ufologist, uh, (laughs) who I didn't know, uh, but... They're talking about all the different things. I have never heard of a USO before this. I hadn't either. And it's I hadn't either. an unidentified, unidentified submergible object. And I love it as Chloe is trying to explain it. Tristan's like, what is that? And she's like, I was trying to tell you what it was. <laughs> then you and she hates him in the confessionals. Oh, my God. Hates him so much. And I even like recorded part of it later because I was like, she just hates him so much. She 
honestly, their energy is very, it's fascinating that they're letting us see them together because their energy is like annoyed older sister yes. all the time. Like, like when she went into the doctor's office, like a couple episodes ago and she was like, Oh, stop it. Like she is, I, I think he's just like a big kid. Really. I, I mean, he's beautiful and so dumb. Yes. A, a big big dummy the biggest bombshell that they've dropped in season 20 is tristan is a dummy yes so <laughs> i love it too because in the confessional he's like you know chloe sends me all these articles from group texts and my group texts are about basketball but she sends me these articles and i skim through them but i'm looking for evidence and i was yes i was like what do you think the article is he goes, I'm a big evidence guy. And she's like, yeah, everyone <laughs> wants to see pictures. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> She roasts his ass a lot, and I'm here for it. Yeah. We learn from the ufologist that there have been all kinds of encounters that Malibu and the area that they're staying in um, has been having all kinds of encounters since the 20s that there's tons of records of. And I, so Just look up the Battle of Los Angeles, you guys. I don't know about that. What's that? I mean, it is a thing <laughs> that I t- <laughs> basically like it was like all one night and I want to say the 50s or 60s. I'm going to look it up real quick because I sound stupid. Okay. Um, I'm just bad with facts. That's all. That's all. That's the only thing with me is that I have good at opinions, bad at facts. So look, this- I'm, I'm fully signed up and always will be. Okay, so it's uh, known as the Great Los Angeles Air Raid, and it mm. was a rumored attack on the United States by the by the Japanese. It happened in 1942, and so they had all these like aircrafts out there, but and they said it could have been from Japanese, you know, air aircraft. But there's no mm-hmm. like proof of it. It was like all night long, just like lights in the sky. And Whoa. they were just like, what, what it was? And they're like, probably the Japanese, I guess. And then like, well, it was a, f- they're like, it was an attack. No, no, no. It's a false alarm. It was a false alarm. And so okay. there's just like a lot of speculation that it's a cover up um, <sighs> to maybe conceal that we were invaded by an enemy airplane, but maybe it was something else. And then people were like, it was a weather balloon. Okay. It's always a weather balloon. I know. Weather balloons always take the heat. Remember that time that kid pretended to be up in a weather balloon? Yeah. Uh, What did they call him? The weather balloon boy? Balloon boy? Balloon Balloon boy. I think, yeah, balloon boy. That was a really big saga. Yeah, guys. Very fun. Again, look that up too. (laughs) Look it up. In the meantime, they're chatting with him, and Courtney even flops on the couch at some point and just joins the conversation. Rolling her eyes like the biggest asshole. Just like, oh, hi, sir. Oh, Oh, I guess I'll just join this scene. Um, I'm sorry. I have to go make more matcha because it gives me a flat belly. I don't believe this bullshit. Uh, so he says, look, you're in a hot spot. There's a bunch of things happening there. Go outside between 9 p.m. and 3 a.m. And just think about them because they're telepathic. I was like, what funny information that you can just think about them. Mental message. Yes. Just send a mental message. So before they do that, they decide Tristan and Chloe are on the move. We've got them in the car. Wait, this one funny thing that Courtney said, though, she's like, once I thought I had a UFO (laughs) video and it was a paparazzi drone. (laughs) (laughs) That's real. Very funny. Drones, I'm sure, have confused the the situation a lot. Um, Uh, Okay, so then they're they're headed to a mountain trail that Chloe has learned 
people believe has rock formations that have been left there by aliens. I was laughing so hard because they have put, you know, people aren't generally using huge paper maps these days. And Chloe is in the passenger seat with just these like gigantic four foot by four foot like <laughs> maps all over her lap, like fully glammed up. Just like, yes, here I am like a little Indiana Jones. Now, there is so much weird like bickering between them that's very only one person is bickering and yes. so he's like feeding her a mint and she like swats his hand away and then she's like okay we're gonna go see balancing rock and he's like it's a balancing a rock and she's like no <sighs> i cannot believe i had a child with you and it might be just as stupid as you are <laughs> And then he's like, I was the last person on her list, but I'm so happy to be here. And I was like, that's absolutely true. Absolutely true. She cannot stand you. It's so funny that he knows it, though. So he's not mm -hmm. that stupid. I think they seem to have a very clean, clear awareness of yes. like what their deal is to each other at this point at least and then when they're out there and it's so funny because she's like trying to show him the rock and it's that's a whole like oh physical God. comedy thing in itself and he's like so they think an alien put that rock up there in school we call that erosion <laughs> <laughs> i like I'm liking these storylines with the two of them because of their energy. Absolutely. It's funny. She is so annoyed. He cannot see this boulder formation directly in front and she is going to kill him. And then she's, it's, uh, it's, she teaches him about echoes. It's all great. It's so he can't see it. And she's like, we would die if we were left here. Meaning like you would die. Yeah, She would eat him. <laughs> she would kill and eat him. But we do learn Chloe's like, eh, it was a little like underwhelming. She said, she thinks she thought it was gonna be a lot different alien wise i mean and then what do you expect you go out to the desert in the middle of the day you think you're gonna see something no yeah. ma'am we do get them yeah yelling we come in peace <laughs> so the next scene they're out in malibu and chloe's walking down the steps and she said can i hold your arm like this and he says you can hold my arm forever poor tristan i know Just, he wants her back He's working. She's all dressed up. She has like her big kind of faux fur teddy coat on. And then she has heels and you can't quite see the outfit yet. And then they plop down. They've got lasers, flashlights. They're on a UFO slash USO watch. And we've got this like really cool. This is like the, the spandexy jumpsuit era, clearly, that's going on with the, with, with all of the sisters. And she has this kind of like hologram yeah, like jumpsuit on. Silver metallic. Uh, it's cool. I liked it. So they're having fun for a little bit. Then Tristan's like, I'm going to take a little nap. And then you look <laughs> for it. So in... <laughs> But she's like, she sees some lights. She sees some lights and we kind of see them too. Yes. They're like hovering and she said it was silent. And so she like wakes Tristan up. They do not get her phone out. Uh, and then they get really scared and run inside. Her heart is racing. It honestly felt really real. Like I felt like it w they w didn't make it for the cameras. Like she's like, you saw that, right? You saw that, right? Yeah. Like fully freaking out. But yeah, did not really get the evidence. But we have the cameras from the show. But yes. she didn't get it on her phone. Yeah, it's learned. so funny. I guess the cameras, like she should have had someone like really just looking at the sky. Yeah. Uh, so the next day she walks in. She's so excited. She's she's talking to Kim and Chris. She has a, 
She has new hair. Scott has new hair. They yes. all got new hair that day. Yes. I did this this next day shot really, yeah, threw me for a loop. <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes, Jess, I couldn't pay attention to the scene because of Scott's hair. <laughs> I was just trying to place. I was like, did he have that haircut earlier? Yeah. Or like was when his hair the, long? Like it was when just in confusing. time are we? It's so weird. We're so used to it by now, but that we like this show gets to live in a world where people literally just show up the very supposedly the next day with like 10 inches of hair gone or added to their heads. Um, so yeah, like I said, I didn't write, but I did get audio of the confessional. Okay. And it made me laugh so much. So I'm going to play it. Okay. Hopefully it is audible. No one ever believes me. I hate when people don't believe me. It happens at least once a day. I believe you. I, I believe you. Yes. I think you're better than you because, okay. you know, maybe because you just like, the truth. You, you want a lot of different things that are not just regular for people. So I think maybe it's like, huh. maybe they just question a little bit, but I believe you. I, be, I believe you. Her being like, it's okay. We're good. I'm telling the truth. Okay. Huh? Hmm. Uh-huh. She hates him. It is a chaotic. Their energy is chaotic. It's hatred. I can't wait to see what happens. It is so much hatred. I love it. Um, It's amazing. And then, and then, yeah, we get that. Nobody believes that she saw the UFOs because she didn't have her phone. Uh, Courtney roaster was like, the guy said, have your camera ready. <laughs> and she was like, like well, I don't have that. What is it called? Face. Face tune. No, when you unlock it with your face. Oh, oh, um, I can't recognition remember. or whatever. Yeah. Like, where it unlocks from your face. Yeah, she's like, I don't have that on my phone. I think that was like a word of warning to Courtney. Like your phone's going to get stolen. All yes. of your thumb sucking videos are going to get out there. <laughs> ah, foretelling. Then we get this sort of last scene where Chloe comes upon uh, Tristan and his buddy Savas. Savas, yes. I can never remember Savas, um, who who haven't seen in a while, and they have this giant balloon, and they have decided that they're sending a balloon to up in the sky to the aliens, and that Tristan wants to record a message, I like love- in like a dictaphone, basically that will then be attached to this balloon and like asks Chloe, this is so weird. It's the weirdest heightened when of this she said, line. do they have fingers to press play? <laughs> <laughs> and then Chloe goes on to record a very rambling noodling starts talking about like global warming. She said, if you guys are causing it, please stop. Why would she think that that's how this is going down? So funny. It goes on and on and on. And, <laughs> and then they say to infinity and beyond. <laughs> and release the balloon. It's Tristan's idea because he's a child. He goes, let's do what they say in a <laughs> Toy Story. So stupid. Oh, my God. But Chloe is very charmed. She thinks it's sweet and thoughtful. And she knows Tristan is just doing this to please her. And that's how it should be. Yep. Yep. And that's it. Now we have the good storyline. Yes. <laughs> we have Courtney and her poosh team on a Zoom meeting. Courtney's <laughs> constantly, constantly stirring her matcha. Constantly on the Zoom meeting, we have uh, Sarah Howard, some woman named Michelle. I didn't get in too deep with, and then Samantha, aka Sam Hyatt, and Courtney is also watching herself on Zoom. 
Of course. I get it. I get it. We learn Sam is part of the ad sales team. Yes. So what they're letting us know there, what they're saying without saying so much is, so Sarah Howard has like a, a important position. Right. Sam's on a team underneath people. She's not right. even like one of the she's heads. Not a, she's not the chief content officer. She's not a head. No. Of a team. She, but she works you know, on one of these teams. And we, it's also just like very funny. It's like, of course, Poosh is run by like only white women. Yes. <laughs> like it was, we learned that it's been a very tough year for Poosh. They had to cancel two in-person events because of COVID. Obviously they did a virtual festival and they're trying to figure out what to do next. You know, uh, in the next scene, we have Courtney, Kendall, Chloe, Kim and Courtney, is like I checked in with my employees and all everyone wanted to do was to bitch about everyone else to me. Uh, it's like, well, you called to check in. Yeah, you said like uh, under what pretense? It was like, how are you doing? What's going on? And they all like had, I guess, shit to stir, yeah. shit to talk about each other, which is how everybody at every workplace feels. Yeah, you especially know? during a pandemic, you know, so. So it's a follow walk me through this because I th- of what Courtney suggested and what ha- the Sam response, because it, this like meeting up with sandwiches, I was like, what happened? So. Yes, it seemed like she thought for morale, it would be great if they could all just meet up in person and have some like sandwiches and lunch outside. <laughs> and then people were like, I can't do that on short notice. Like I have childcare. I'm out of town and blah, 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 blah. And like, Courtney's like, if you knew the way she spoke to me yesterday, <laughs> you wouldn't even believe it i love courtney in this scene courtney everybody is like she is like holding court as courtney would do and more and more people keep like i don't know how many people are in this malibu house like at one point addison ray enters the room wait (laughs) when addison walks in the room in silk pajamas with a with just like a bikini top or a bra like open top yes the way scott looks at her like he is a starving man and she is a giant cartoon ham. <laughs> he he's like literally like it is truly like yeah big tongue rolling out onto the floor. He just is like <laughs> she looks so much like Courtney. Oh my god, he's so happy. But I was just laughing. There are already so many people in this room, and then every and Courtney is like bellowing from the rooftops. Like I mean, it's a work day. A Friday is a work day. Yes. And Chloe's like, if you don't lay down the law, they are gonna overthrow you. <laughs> And so she, I guess it sounds like on this same text chain, no. she reminds everybody oh, yes, yes, that yes. it's a work day, right? And says like, hey, you're technically supposed to be available. And that's when we get the response from Sam, right? Yes. Who says, I don't appreciate the vibe of this text chain and removes herself from a work from a work text shame. <laughs> now for context later, I kind of pieced it together that maybe this was outside of business hours. Yes. I also, a piece that I, we learn that I don't know that I totally understood is that Sam and it sounds like Sarah Howard and maybe other people are Courtney's longtime friend from high school, 
from high school that she has hired her old friends. So, so there's this added layer and we learn that Sam is one of her oldest friends. Yes. So Courtney texts Sam off the chain and she's like, what was that? You were like, that was so rude. She's like, that's right, Courtney. It was so rude. You were so rude. She flipped the script on Courtney. Courtney couldn't believe how she's like, you can't talk to me that way. She's like, you're absolutely right. You can't talk to me that way. Oh, I love it. This kind of like ninja psychology she's doing here. God, I love that. You're absolutely right, Courtney. People shouldn't talk to me that way. <laughs> oh, I love it. I was like so excited to meet this woman because it was like, what on earth is going on? Courtney decides she's got to lay down the law. So next up, it's an in-person push meeting at the Malibu house. Sandwiches outside. <laughs> Courtney's vision, her grand vision of sandwiches outside. <laughs> She's like, well, everyone, we've all been Corona tested. <laughs> like, <laughs> when did this happen? Like March fifteenth or something? It's <laughs> happening. The way I- that they kept doing close-ups of this, so it's so like a bunch of people around the table, and Sam is purposely avoiding the camera. She has on a <sighs> big old bon- bonnet, no makeup, <laughs> and that cameraman kept going tight on her. <laughs> She is trying so hard to not be in this scene. Oh, God. This woman, this thin white woman, just absolutely hidden under the world's biggest hat. Oh, and so Courtney sits at the head of the table and she flips the switch and it is boss. It is boss mode. She says she can't engage in everyone's personal drama, by the way. She was doing something nice by offering up this sandwich meetup. And she says, I will never try to organize something again. My brain needs to focus on big picture stuff. I don't have it in me. And it's just not something I will be available for. Ah, I was living for this monologue. Oh, my God. This where the inside joke between Addison Ray and Courtney is like, Courtney's thinking about the big picture. Oh, God, it must be this like big picture Courtney when this when she is the one who reached out she reached out to her own employees to check in on them and then chastised all of them i love it she's like i will never be organizing anything again it's like well no one wanted to do this that's what are you talking about you made people in a fucking pandemic where we're the one time in the world where you could work from anywhere you were like no come back to calabas no to malibu <laughs> no which it couldn't be farther away like malibu it's is so far for anyone who doesn't know malibu is far it is far and it is it is also very trafficy on any work day any weekend it's beautiful but like it is a pain in the ass to get to. I, I mean, even coming from West Hollywood, it would be like such a pain. Ugh. Over an hour. It's, I mean, I, mean, I guess if they live in Hidden Hills and it's like more like half an hour, it's still just a big drive in COVID. And it's who it just is ludicrous. So then we get this man. I don't know what his role is, but I was laughing so hard. This man does one of my favorite things he's that the, people do. He's the sales. He's the head of he's the, the head of sales. The ads, okay. He's 
actually Sam's boss, I believe. I see. So we get the, my favorite thing that people do all the time in meetings. And it's like, yes, absolutely loud and clear moving forwards. Yes, we and like, I mean, just- he literally said the ad sales team, I believe, understand you because what he's saying is, Sam, you got problems with more than one person now yes. because he's pissed off that his underling. Yes. Did, like, made, did, like cost this shit so they had he had a fucking drive all the way out to Malibu. And he's basically like, we all want this business to be successful. We all want to make money. We all like it is so yes, pointed at Sam and like, fuck you. I have I'm getting like a lashing from the woman who pay, who's funding this entire venture who would never know what we were doing day in and day out. <laughs> and if, Cor- if somebody hadn't made her annoyed, yes. like get a fucking sandwich with Courtney so she can just keep pumping money into this fruitless endeavor. Absolutely. Please. And then Courtney's like, let's all just be grateful that we have jobs. <laughs> it is like not a veiled threat at all. Could you imagine someone worth millions of dollars being like, you should just be grateful you have a job. You're like, you, I don't care how I behave. You should be thrown off the cliff and then we'll take your body and eat it. (laughs) Then we get a truly iconic sit down. Clearly, Sam, Sam doesn't really personally say anything at the sandwich circle up. So she gets brought back for her own dedicated scene. They said, we saw you squirming and hiding away from the cameras, ma'am. No, 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 no. You shall earn your paycheck this day and you shall kiss the ring and have one of the most patronizing conversations of your adult life. Yes, I think this was a big old trick, Jess. You do? I think she invited, like Sam was like, we're all going to meet up. You come over early. We'll go swimming. Mm. Then she got glam in between the meeting and the swimming. And so that's why Sam, I mean, God bless her. The woman looked awful, awful, ill, like very unwell, truly like, like as if she was like, go get a, Hey, go get a facial or go get like a, a a microdermabrasion (laughs) on me. And it was like, come down. Get the craziest peel you can (laughs) dream of. So I believe that she did it all on the same day and tricked her into being like. I think you're right. No, I definitely think it was the same day. uh, She had her same little out her hat on. But God, so we learned that they've been friends since high school, the two of them. And Courtney, you know, she doesn't raise her voice, but she says, you know, you I understand. I understand you have your kids all the time and you don't have help. (gasps) Oh, I I was like, Courtney has no idea what being alone with children (sighs) is like brutal, brutal. And she says basically the same thing. She has to understand there's a, there's a way I will not be spoken to. And which is all fair too. That's all all fair. And by the way, I love seeing, I love seeing a woman, carve out her place as a boss, talk to her coworkers, let them know what does and does not work as a woman who has to do this at my job. It sucks. It's hard. It's really shitty to tell people that like you didn't like the way that they treated you or behaved, but it is just like, so like the layers and layers of like the socioeconomic and fame and like all of it. And then, and trying to treat it as like, and my favorite part is that the woman owns it and she's like, Look, let's. I overstepped. Oh, uh, Jessica, you know, I love how she owned it though. Yeah. Because she took control. She didn't just own it, she took over. 
She said, Courtney, let's just chalk this up to me being stressed out or whatever. <laughs> she said, I'm not apologizing. She said, I absolutely did. I was stressed out. You could understand that. And then Courtney's like, great. That shows growth. And I was like, she fucking alpha'd you and you don't even see it. You like, you trying to mean girl her and this woman is like fine whatever I literally do no work and make like uh two hundred thousand dollars a year yeah she's like my skin is on fire I have to get out of I mean <laughs> truly no one has ever looked this way on camera before <laughs> I was like this is rotten of Courtney and I, it I also loved rotten it is the word rotten <laughs> is the word it's a rotten little scene and she's like yeah I I you yes this shows growth and that you know we can resolve this like a I was like, these women fucking hate each other. It's so <laughs> funny. I would totally like, I, I don't think I'd be a great boss because I think I would always be like, do you want to just not work here then? Because that's cool with me. Oh, my God. It's like, this is I mean, historically why it is so hard always to work with your friends. But God, yeah, the idea, that line, though, of like, I know you're like with your kids always and you don't have I mean, help. It's so insensitive. <laughs> it's like... And I'm sure Courtney's like, I literally don't know how many nannies I actually have. That's the thing is Courtney doesn't know how many nannies and she believes she is a full time mom. It's fantastic. It is so Courtney on the nose. This uh, this this zoom out that I was losing it, that Courtney so obviously was like, I will do season 20. And these are the terms. It is a giant push at. I mean, every scene I'm in is push focused. It's either I'm working on an article for push. I'm having struggles with my employees. I it's like the, the, the terms of her appearance being like one giant plug for push is so stark. It's wild. She and saw, it's smart. She saw that goop show and she said, I want some of that. Yep. Goop, goop and push me to, uh, to death. <laughs> and I was, I was just like, this is fascinating. And she's showing up and she's giving up some she's giving us some really good scenes. I just started laughing just because I thought about if you were to like change the first letter and one was poop and gush. Well, that no poop and gush. Poop and gush. Uh my friend, what a blast. We have to change our outro a bit because it's like, yes, we do release new episodes on Monday but not forever guys not forever so uh, what a joy though that we got to deliver the the bittersweet but i think mostly sweet news um, and all that information will be forthcoming i mean i guess yeah. i have to like do something to make it happen but <laughs> it, it'll all be up you'll be you'll be able if you don't follow us on instagram go follow us on cardition it over on the gram that's where the best information for us comes right now yeah. so we'll just yeah transition that's where that the easiest way to reach us we're usually there chatting and responding to people's stuff too um but for now for the next few weeks we release new episodes every monday uh you can check out our website cardition we actually have our ellis for losers merch there uh <laughs> but i'm sure we'll figure out some more of it it's a real thing. Um, <laughs> subscribe on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. Check out our Twitter and Instagram and email us at Cardishonit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Cardishonit. Bye. Bye. Bye.